All right, so I'm live on all my platforms real quick. So before I forget, let me tell you this, guys. So first of all, that video sucked that I just did, so you can ignore that. But it'd be cool if you watch all the way through and still like it and comment and all that stuff. And if you did like it, that'd be great. But um, yeah, that video sucked because I felt so uncomfortable talking with my, I got my parents around right now, so, but I gotta just act like they're not around, right? I gotta get used to talking with people I don't feel comfortable with around and stuff like that as a pastor, right? So let's go ahead and get to it. So guys, when I was in college, a little story time for you guys. When I was in college, I felt so alone. I felt like I was the only Christian there, which wasn't true. Like this definitely wasn't true, but I, that's how I felt, right? Like college was a very dark time period for me. Like I felt like I was in Sodom and Gomorrah, right? So it felt when I was in college, and ever since I got saved, I never feel like I was in the right environment. You know what I mean? Like you, you probably feel like that too. You probably can't find a local church that you that you fit into, right? You can't find the people that make you better, that challenge you, that you know influence you, and they're at where you're trying to go, right? So like I never got that when I was back in college, really. And I, I described that on my YouTube video. Uh, on my YouTube channel a lot, Upload Past Crossroads, I describe how, um, you know, being in college was like being in pitch darkness. Like I'm in the sky, it's pitch dark, right? And every once in a while, uh, every once in a while, I'll stumble across another, another star, right? That shines bright like me. And so when we're both around each other, like it's just really bright, right? But it only happens so often, right? And so now my life's totally different, right? So I can't wait to talk about it in today's video, but, um, he has a few quotes, but before I get to those quotes, let me talk about uh, where I'm streaming from right now. So here goes my social media platforms. I'm streaming from my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, streaming from my Facebook and LinkedIn page, Sean Christopher Jenkins. My, I'm streaming on my uh, two Instagram pages, Trouble Don't Last and my underscore day underscore Bible. Then also on my Twitter, I'm streaming Trouble Don't Last. And that's also my Snap and TikTok. And my Tumblr is Trouble Don't Last number one. But yeah, let's go ahead and get to it. So like I've been saying, uh, I've been doing a lot of Bible studies on the book of Nehemiah chapter one. Nehemiah chapter one has touched me a lot. And there's a lot to share with the book of Nehemiah in general. But I've been tearing up Nehemiah chapter one. Like God has been giving me, God has been giving me so many revelations with this book. It's crazy. So I'm about to share one with you guys right now. All right. So if you want to listen to all my Bible studies and sermons and Sunday school lessons I've done on the book of Nehemiah chapter one, check it out on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. And then also uh, just on the book of Nehemiah in general, this playlist on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, you can see um, all of Nehemiah chapter one, uh, all of Nehemiah chapter one, two, three, four, five, six, all sermons and Bible studies uh, from the book of Nehemiah on this playlist on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. But yeah, let's go ahead and get to it, guys. All right. So, um, like I was saying, man, do you do you like the people you're around? Like, do do they really reflect who you are? Like, do they influence you? Like, do they show who who you truly are? Are they a good representation of you? Right? And so that's a profound question, right? Because it's like what the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, 33, evil company corrupts good habits. So, you know, you are who you associate with, right? You are who you surround yourself with, right? You, you hear quotes like that all the time. But is it true, right? So, like, we're going to talk about that with the book of Nehemiah, chapter 1. But first, I want to share some quotes with you guys. So today's video is titled, you know, feeling alone where you are, right? Feeling alone where you are. And you want to know who can understand and relate to you in the Bible about feeling alone where you are? Nehemiah can, right? So 
before I get to that, let me read these quotes. It says, you are an average of the five people you spend the most time with. I know you heard that quote before. You're, you are an average of the five people you spend the most time with. Another quote is, you become like the five people you spend the most time with. So who's your five, right? Just like T-Mobile, I think they had like commercials and stuff about like your top five. Like when flip phones are out, you get to pick your top five friends. So who would be in your top five? Who you spend the most time with? Who are you always around? Because they were they were a reflection of you, right? So another quote is, you know, they say you're an average of the five people you spend the most time with, right? So take the that advice to heart. Surround yourself with those who push you, cheer you, challenge you, and love you. Surround yourself with those who believe the world is beautiful, those who are courageous, those who make you grow. Another quote is, you become like the five people you spend the most time with. So choose carefully, right? So this these quotes are true and they're also false, right? Because sometimes... Not everybody has the luxury of choosing the places that they find themselves in, right? Like nobody, a lot of people aren't in the ideal situations that really suit who they are, right? And then also you don't get to decide who you're always around. So you don't get to decide who's going to be in your classroom and whoever's in your classroom, that's who you hang out with. You don't always get to decide what school you go to. Sometimes circumstances decide for you, right? So that's not a real good representation of, you know, who your friends are sometimes. And then also, you don't get to choose your family and your siblings. So sometimes, you know, those are the people you spend the most time with, right? But they're not a good representation of who you are. And then you got coworkers, right? I can keep on going. The list goes on and on. So sometimes we don't get to pick who we get to be around, who who who's in our five and, our, and who we spend the most time with and all that stuff, right? So some people feel alone where they are right? And so that's one thing I was going to, I was going to hone in on this video. Like this is something that I wish that God was trying to tell me as I was going through college. And as I felt alone, like in college, the best way to describe it is it was a time period of me just being with God. Like God wanted me to go to Tennessee State University. He even told me, he said, he, he told me to go to Tennessee State University. And I asked why. And he, you know, he gave me a lot of reasons, but one of the biggest reasons was because I would have to depend on him like never before. I have to go to him for everything. Like, And what he really was saying was literally like, I would have no one to talk to. Nobody can relate with me. Nobody can understand me. Only him, he could, right? So I would only want to be around, you know, because everybody else is just living in sin, living it up, partying. And they don't care to glorify God like that, right? They're not living for God. They're living for themselves. So like, it was just a lonely time for me, right? So that's that's the double-edged sword, man. So even though you're not in the places you want to be in, ideally, ideally, even though you're not around the people you want to be with, ideally, and they're not good for you or anything like that, right? God can still use you where you are, right? God is still where you are, right? You you still have God in your five, right? Like so, that's He's all you need, right? That's enough, right? So you can still reach your highest and fullest potential no matter what places you're in, no matter who you're around, right? So does evil company corrupt good habits? Yes, of course. But there's some people in the Bible that were that was around evil company, right? So let me talk about Nehemiah. So I've been going through, again, a lot of Bibles, Bible studies, Sunday school lessons, sermons. I've been doing a lot on the book of Nehemiah chapter one, right? And so I'm just going to read two verses for you in Nehemiah chapter one. And I'm going to read uh, verses one. And then I'm going to read verses 11, right? So let me find it in my 
all my notes here. I'm not going to read the whole chapter. It's only 11 verses, but still, I don't want to take that much time. There's only really two verses you did at all, right? So we got Nehemiah chapter 1, and then Nehemiah, uh, Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 1, and then Nehemiah chapter 1, uh, verse 11. So the words of Nehemiah, oh, hey, why do you do that to me? Hey, 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 it's loading on me. Are you kidding me? I'm sharing my screen and it's loading on me. Why would you do that? But anyways, Nehemiah chapter 1, can I use your phone or something? Like, get my Bible out right there. My fiance's body. Technical difficulty, man. I tell you, man, technology, man, they, it ruins everything. Why can't it just do what I tell it to do when I say to do it and not mess me up, especially when I'm going live? Like, you freaking kidding me? I don't need my, I, I need the Bible, but I don't need that Bible. I don't want to use that one. I want everybody to see my screen. I work hard on this. Thanks, thanks. All right, yeah, so. Look, while I'm waiting, might as well just do this. All right, cool. All right, I'm ready, guys. So Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 1, and verse 11. That's what I'm reading, right? So Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 1 reads, The words of Nehemiah, the son of Hekeli, and it came to pass in the month of Cheslu in the 20th year as I was in Shushan the palace. So Nehemiah is in Shushan the palace. He's in Susa. This is the same place where Esther was. You remember when Esther did the little pageant thing and she was trying to uh, swoon her way to be the king's wife because Malachi, her cousin, told her to, all that stuff, right? Because she was made for such a time as this to help the captives of Israel like God wanted, right? So God was going to use her, right? So Esther's prior around in Nehemiah's time period. It's only 444 BC. So this is when the Israelites are captive, captives in Persia. And this is where Nehemiah starts off. This is the first thing he says in the book of Nehemiah is I was a captive in Persia in the month of Cheslu, in the 20th year of King Artaxerxes' reign. In the month of Cheslu, he's just saying what the month is, the time period, in 444 BC. So we know that in Nehemiah chapter 2, it took four months for him even to even, it took him four months to even go to Jerusalem, to even do the dream, fulfill the dream, fulfill the call, to fulfill the purpose that God or has ordained him for, which was help out Jerusalem, who was in, who was the remnant that were in Jerusalem. They were uh, living in fear, constant fear and constant affliction, always burning down. Why? Because the walls of the city was down. The gates were burned down. The city was in ruins. All they had was the temple. So the people who lived there that were God's children, the redeemed people, the chosen people, they were living in shame. Is that how God's people should ever live? So Nehemiah was saying, he was all the way in Susha, the, the, the palace. He's all the way in Persia, away from God's people, 800 to 1,000 miles away from God's people, which without car, without airplanes, that's too far if you got to walk that, even if you take a horse. I don't care. That's awful, right? So that's many stops, right? So all right, let's go to verse 11. Oh, Lord, I beseech thee. So Nehemiah is praying. Nehemiah chapter 1, Nehemiah prays to God. He he holds God to his promises and what he said, promised in his word. That's why I took think it took four months. Because Nehemiah was studying the Bible, studying the word, listening to what the word has to say about his situation so he could apply it to his life. So in Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 11, it reads, Oh, Lord, I beseech thee, let now thy ear be attended to the prayer of thy servant and to the prayer of thy servants who desire to fear thy name and prosper. And I pray thee, thou servant, this day, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man, for I was a king's cupbearer. That's another point you need to know. Nehemiah was a cupbearer to the king, right? So that means 
he was close to the king, right? He had to make the king's schedule as a cupbearer. He had to be around where the king was around because the king had to eat and drink, right? There's no telling how much the king ate and drank and all that stuff. So the, Nehemiah, as the king's cupbearer, had to eat and drink everything before the king did, just in case it was poison, so the cupbearer can die and not the king. And and that's something else too. I have barely been able to say that in all my Bible studies, but a lot of times when it came to kings in ancient time period, the easiest way to stop a monarchy, to stop a, a king's reign, to stop a, somebody who's in leadership that you don't want is to poison them. That's the easiest way. So, and the Persian king had to always look out for something like that, so for some way of somebody taking them out because it happened often, right? And so uh, that's actually how his father died, King Artaxerxes' father, King Xerxes, who was uh, the husband of Esther. That's how his father died, some way like that. It was like in his sleep or something like that. It wasn't from uh, poison or anything like that. But anyways, that's the text, man. So Nehemiah, he's in Persia, right? He's in Susa, the palace. He's a captive in Persian captivity, just like the Israelites were in Babylonian captivity. So Nehemiah has never went to the promised land. Again, Jerusalem's 800 to 1,000 miles away from uh, Susa, the palace. So where Nehemiah was, right, in the king's palace. So he never knew anything about being in God's holy city and being in that promised land. And, and, and I want to really paint that picture. Like in celebrating all the festivals that all the people, God's people celebrated. Because think about it. Think about all the holidays and all the ceremonies that we have as Americans. You know, we got Christmas, Thanksgiving, uh, New Year's. We got Fourth uh, of July. We got Columbus Day. We got a lot of holidays. Martin Luther King Day. Right? We got, we got holidays, right? So imagine being in God's city with God's people, what our holidays would be like. It'd be totally different. It'd be holidays glorifying God, glorifying the Passover, how how the uh, Passover angel uh, passed over all the homes that had the blood of Jesus on it, you know, the lamb's blood, right? It, it made a cross on the home. So the angel, death angel, went, on, went over and passed over all those houses and went to the Egyptians' houses and killed the firstborn because they disobeyed the Lord. They didn't serve the Lord. And God told them to free his people and they didn't do it. And the, you know, the Israelite people were captives to the Egyptians in that time period. But guys, you guys get it, man. So uh, Nehemiah was celebrating all these things that God has done throughout his word. Man, he didn't get to experience that, right? So he was missing out, man. So again, the title of today's video is filling along where you are. Nehemiah's in Persia. He's a cupbearer to the king in Persia. And he only sees holidays. Again, Persians have a lot of gods. That's the first thing you need to know. Persians have way too many gods, right? A lot of cultures have way too many gods, right? And so they dang sure didn't believe in Jehovah Elohim, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, the Lord God Almighty, the King of Kings, Lord of Lords. They didn't believe in him. They didn't serve him, especially they worship other gods and think other gods are just as powerful or just as strong as the one true God, right? So Nehemiah was around this. Imagine their festivals. Imagine what they did for holidays. Imagine how they just operated on a day-to-day, -day, in a day-to-day -day, uh, life circumstance in Persia it, when Nehemiah was cupbearer to king in Persia, right? He don't get to celebrate God like that. So like, yeah, so he's more likely also away from other Israelites who were captives to, uh, in Persia. So he's not around other Christians. He's not around other believers. He's away from all that. So he's nowhere, oh, he's alone. Is that your situation? <laughs> Do you feel alone? Do you feel like uh, you're not around the right right people or anything like that? And the whole point is, I'm trying to give you hope. 
right? Like God will eventually get you where you need to go. Because you know what? In the Bible, Nehemiah eventually got to where he dreamed of being, being around God's people, you know, serving the Lord with God's people, serving the Lord in God's city, doing what God called him to do, living in God's purpose and doing godly things and, and just praising the Lord amongst the right people, right? So whatever situation you find yourself in, you may feel alone right now. You may feel like you don't have a good five, a good, a good, uh, you are, you're average of the five people you're around the most, right? So you may not like your five, but that five can change in any season of life. And it can, it can get better. God gets, it gets better over time. If you just have faith, you're just obedient and serve the Lord where you are. And that's what Nehemiah did. Nehemiah served the Lord where he was. He was faithful where God placed him. So because of his obedience, obeying the call, right? He obeyed the call of the burden that God has placed inside him. What burden has God placed inside you? What, what, uh, what thing in this world is off that you know that God wants to change, that he wants to use you for to do something about, right? So whatever your burden is, whatever uh, is irking your gears, whatever is grinding your gears, you guys get what I'm saying. What's your passion? What are you passionate about? What what do you really want to do in this world? Like God wants to use you. He can use you. but So you got to obey the call. If you don't obey the call, you're going to miss out on being in the right places, doing the right things, finding divine connections, and just being around people you should be around, right? You're never going to get those five, those the, the, the people, you're never going to get to experience that kind of life, right? Being disobedient to God. That's the first thing you need to know. And Nehemiah, he was obedient to God's word. This is why he got to experience God's best, right? So if you want to experience God's best, you got to be faithful where God has placed you, man. And that's God's promise to us. If you're not faithful in the little things, if you're not faithful in places you don't want to be, if you're not faithful in place in, around people you don't want to be around, why the heck would God give you more, right? If you're not faithful with the little things, even, even the little things that you have will be taken away from you. That's a promise from the Bible, right? But if you're faithful with the little things, man, God will give you much more. He will give you even more, right? He'll give you better than what you had if you're just faithful where you are. And that's the that's the text, guys, with Nehemiah. Man, you may feel alone where you are, but are you faithful where you are? Are you doing what God called you to do where you are? Are you behaving and are you still conducting yourself how you should conduct yourself where you are? And Nehemiah did. This is why he eventually got to the right places, got around the right people, got to be around God's children, got to be in God's city, Jerusalem, and help out with the building project. And I think he even became a governor in Jerusalem. Why? Because of his obedience, because he obeyed the call of God. And that's what we got to do, guys. God's calling you now to be faithful where, he, where you are so he can propel you to what's next, right? So guys, that's the, that's the video, man. So God is working and he's been working everything out behind the scenes, but he can't work it all up if you don't do your part. He has a part to play. We have a part to play, man. We're co-workers with God. We're partakers with God. And I've been talking about that a lot on my YouTube video, man. So yeah, man, God's working everything out, and He has been working everything out, guys. So we gotta be, we gotta have faith in that, man. So eventually, we'll get to the places we always dreamed. Eventually, we'll be around the people we always dreamed of being around, man. So, yeah, man. And I just want to—that's a little testimony I got, guys. Like I always heard preachers say that you know, um, every pastor, every child of God needs these two things, but especially a pastor. They said every pastor needs a Paul and every pastor needs a Barnabas and every pastor needs a, a Timothy, right? So a Paul is somebody who's older than you, who's, 
who walk the walk, talk the talk. They they know the Lord, man. They they can speak life into you, but not just that, man. They can guide you and help you not to fall in certain pit holes that they fell into. They can help you, and they're led by God to like tell you where to go because they spend so much time with you, man. Because a Paul spent time with Timothy, right? Like so he knows Timothy, right? So every everybody needs a Paul, right? So you guys get it. So it's somebody basically somebody that's really saved and that you really look up to and you want to emulate man so really they're they're showing they're they're a good picture of what you should be and where you should be going right so that's a paul uh um a timothy obviously is a disciple somebody you're mentoring it's a student that's 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 uh that's obvious right but then uh who was the other one barnabas a barnabas is your best friend it's some it's your uh Iron sharpens iron. So all these sharpen irons. So Paul, a Barnabas, Timothy, they all, they all sharpen. We all sharpen each other, right? But with a Barnabas, man, there's somebody close in age. Close, they're in the same season as you, and they can influence you and help you whenever you're struggling, man. You know, it's just it's something different talking around, uh, talking to other believers who are in the same season as you that can help you out. Or they're a little ahead of you, but they can help you out. So Paul and Barnabas, man, they're, they're a refreshment. They pray with you. Man, those are your best friends. You guys get what I'm saying? So that's what every Christian needs, a, a Paul, a Barnabas, and a Timothy, right? Not all of us have that, right? Like, <laughs> do you have that? That's the question, right? So I, I wanted to say a little testimony, man. If you're faithful with where God has placed you, man, if you're staying in the Word, man, studying the Word day and night, meditating on it day and night, pondering it day and night, holding God to His promises day and night, so you if you're in the word all the time, that means you're praying over the scriptures. You're praying, God, can you please do this in my life? Can you please do this for me? And this is the book of Nehemiah chapter 1. Man. Nehemiah is in Persia, the palace. He's with all Persians. He ain't around no other Israel Israelite captive. There's nowhere in that text that says that Nehemiah and some other Israelite was asking the question to their brother in Hanai about the nation of Jerusalem, the city of Jerusalem. How is that city? He's the only one that cares. He's the only captive of Israel. Uh, that's in the palace with the king that's a cupbearer. So he's alone, right? Maybe he stumbled across other believers like Esther, right? But at the end of the day, I mean, you guys know. You guys know how your life is. You stumble across believers sometimes, but your day-to-day -day life, like, you're not around them all the time. Your co-workers are evil. Like, your your work situation's awful. Like, you guys know what I'm trying to say, man. So if you're, but that, that's the context, man. If you're praying and you're staying in the word, man, and you're seeking the Lord day and night, man, and you're obeying his word, and you're applying it to your life, God's going to get you in places and get you around people, man, you never could have fathomed. Like the Bible says, God's going to do it exceedingly and abundantly, all you can ask and imagine. And that's what God's been doing in my life, man. So the end of the video, what I was going to say was, you know, Terry and Christian and Justin, let me share my screen real quick. Like these two guys have been a blessing in my life. I met Terry at Justin's wedding, right? Uh, which was, what was his wedding? July, it was like July 17th, no, July 19th. It's July, what? It's July 19th. It's because I always say 17th. It's July 19th, 2022. It's on that Saturday, whichever that Saturday is, right? So that was Justin's wedding. He's the one in the green shirt right here. So I met Justin um, for my life group and my Bible studies, like in 2018 when I moved back to Nashville, right? Like one of my church members actually introduced us two together because that church member and both of them two are in motorcycle groups all of them are in the motorcycle group together christian motorcycle group right and so that's when i met justin 
just somebody introducing me to him saying, man, y'all two are jail. So this is my Barnabas, man. Like, we're just on the same level, man. Like, we just understand each other. We He does Bible studies with me. So when you see my Bible studies on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, you see me and Justin tearing it up all the time, man. We've been doing it since uh, Revelations 21, Revelations 22, Psalms 148. Man, we've been tearing it up, man. He's in so many of my videos. And then also I upload those videos to his YouTube channel, Chaplain's Logs. So make sure to support him on that. But yeah, man, then we got Terry, man. Terry, man, Terry's my paw, man. Terry's on a whole nother level. Like, I ain't, I never met a guy like Terry, like, that, that knows the Bible like he knows it. Like, he has, like, two master's degree and a doctoral. And, like, this guy, man, he's on a whole nother level. Like, I never met anybody that could just preach like he can and just speak it over your life. Like, and so it motivates so much. But, like, I've always dreamed of this, right? Since college, like since I was saved, so I'm lying. Since I was saved, since I was 17 years old, right? At Tennessee State University, obviously when I turned 18. But yeah, so I'm living it now. Why? Because I've been obedient, man. I've been doing what God called me to do, man. I've been utilizing my spiritual gifts that God has given me and not hoarding it for myself. I've been sharing it. And in, in, in sharing my spiritual gifts, remember I told you I met Justin Lee Howell, a.k.a. Einstein, at my Bible study I was doing, right? And then I met, because of that, at Justin's wedding, you know, as one of his uh, groomsmen, uh, I met Terry, right? So this is how God works, man. When you're obedient to the call, when you're doing what God to do, you may feel alone right now, but you ain't going to feel alone forever. God's going to give you what you need where you are. You just got to be, you got to utilize what he's giving you in that season that, that he's giving it to you. Right. Otherwise, you're going to miss out on having the tools that you need later on. Man, there's so much to say with that. But you guys get it, man. I'm talking now. So, like, yeah, Terry and Justin. Then we got my dad. Like, obviously, he's a great example of me. He's a pastor, uh, Reverend Frederick L. Jenkins. You know, I'll show you who he is, man. So if you look him up on YouTube, here goes his YouTube channel. Then you go back to mine. All right. So this is his YouTube channel. Just type in his name, Frederick L. Jenkins Sr. All right. So obviously, he's been my dad all my life. So, like... <laughs> On my life, grinding on my life. All right, so like, yeah, man. I every I, one thing I admire about my dad is how he does animation. Like, he he does a lot of great analogies and explains stuff well. And I always admired that about him. And I was gonna do a video talking about um, you become who you idolize. You become who you always who you admire the most, right? So whatever you watch the most of, television wise, you know. Uh, news station wise, obviously, you start to be brainwashed and programmed to think like they think and all that stuff. So, again, you're average of the five people you spend the most time with. So, you all you do is watch TV, read books. Uh, I don't know, you're always in a club, like you're gonna be like them people all the time, right? So, my dad's definitely in my five, right? And I have definitely the thing I admired about him the most, I'm starting to do pretty good. So, yeah, that's somebody else I wanted to say too. But yeah, like, and also in obeying the call, doing what God called me to do, entering into the AME church, man. Like, I've been meeting so many pastors, like, old and young, man. But all people, like, I can go to. It's so many of us, like, 80 or 95 that I met. Like, and, like, all of them have so much wisdom and so much to share, man. And, like, man, when you're in the right places, doing the right things, obeying what God has called you to do, utilizing your gifts, man, not hiding it. You're going to be meet the people you need to meet to help elevate you and catapult you and propel you to the levels and heights that God wants for you, man. But they can't, you can't be propelled. You can't be elevated. You can't uh, be 
be led to those places if you're not faithful with the people, with the resources, with the opportunities that are right in front of you, man. So, yeah, man. And like, um, yeah. And so also, too, uh, I was going to say uh, the churches I get an opportunity to talk at. Let me I'm trying to read my notes there. Like. I mean, I was going to say with that, but basically, like, you know, wherever churches I get to preach at in the future as a lead pastor, like I'll eventually meet the people that I need to meet. Right. I meet the right people to help elevate me to the levels and the places that God wants for me. Right. And then what's helping out my dad at the churches that he's at. Right. Like right now in ministerial training and stuff like that. Again, I, I'm I'm starting to be around the people that's going to help me get to the places that God wants for me, man. And like, so that's what I'm trying to say, man. Like God has been changing my whole world, changing my whole life because I've been faithful, right? And he could do the same thing for you, man. And he did that with Nehemiah. Nehemiah, man, even though he was in Persia, even though he's a cupbearer to king, he, it didn't stop there. Like, so whatever season you find yourself in, whatever place you find yourself in, it's not the end. It's not gonna stop there. This is just a chapter in your story so don't get hung up on it man just keep on living keep on going keep on being faithful and god's gonna bless your obedience man so yeah and then like uh even though my fiance here i want to talk about her way her not being here but like it's okay so like again when you're being faithful with where god has placed you man like it's like you get everything you want just about but, <laughs> but i'm not gonna lie you don't, you're not going to get everything you want. Like, it's not everything you want is what you need, but that's the thing. You'll get everything you need, right? And so, like, again, like I told you, college was a lonely time period for me. All I had was God. But all I wanted was a woman. Like, I wanted I wanted somebody to love me for me. I wanted somebody who I can pray with, talk with, um, do everything I want with. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no limits, right? And so, um, yes. Yeah, so, I didn't, I didn't have that in college, right? I, I didn't date around like that either. So it was a lonely time period for me, right? So, um, yeah, now I have a fiance, guys. Like, who would have thought, right? And so with the love of my life, man, she brings me so much peace, man. She helps me to relax and to settle down and to reflect on life and just enjoy the moment, right? Instead of chasing after more, instead of hustling the bustling of life and rushing through life and the grind, like, I get stuck in the grind so much, like, she helps me to be at ease and not to worry and to be content, right? And so that's what we got to do, guys. Like, um, you'll, you'll find your five, right? You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So who's your five? That five is going to change. A lot of people are temporary in your life, right? And that five could always get better. And one thing I've always done was just pray about my five. But I'm starting to like my five. I got my dad. I got Terry. I got Justin. I got Maya. I just can't wait who's next. Like, you know, it's like. My five's improving, right? First it was my family, but you know, now it's getting better. So yeah, guys, you guys get what I'm saying, man. So don't get stuck where you are, man. Nehemiah was in Susha, the palace. I mean, he was a cupbearer to the king. Was he gonna stay in Persia forever? Are you gonna stay in your work situation forever? Like if you're called to preach, I'm gonna tell you that's a hit to no, man. Like I'm not. Man, it, 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 yeah, let me keep on talking about me because I can only use me as an example. I don't know your life situation. Maybe you can comment and tell me it. But like, yeah, am I going to stay in my parents' house you know, forever? Have no kids and be married? I want six kids. I got some work to do, man. So like, I'm, I'm about to be 30. So like, yeah, man, my five's going to change, man. It's going to get better. 
So things are going to get better. I believe that they will. So that's the video, guys. I just want to fill you guys with some hope. So the title of today's video was Feeling Alone with the People uh, You Surround Yourself With. But that wasn't the actual title. The actual title was Feeling Alone Where You Are. So if you feel alone where you are, don't worry about it. God, you got God. God is all you need. God makes all the five. So spend time with him the most, and he'll get you the right five, the right people you need to be around to help get you to the places that he wants for you, right? And again, if you're not, man, my YouTube channel is connecting so much, guys. I my One of my first ever videos I did on my YouTube channel, I talked about how, um, I talked about divine connections, right? And I talked about how um, when you're not faithful where God has placed you, you're not going to be around the right people in the right places. You're not going to be doing the right things because obviously you're doing the wrong things because you're around the wrong people. So how are you going to how are you going to receive God's blessing? How are you going to receive God's blessing? You can't. So that was this video, right? So y'all look at that video. It's my second ever video on YouTube. Uh, I upload past Crossroads. Hilarious. I look totally different and um, just look way younger. And I don't know why YouTube doing this. YouTube, you're not even paying me. So stop showing advertisements on my old videos just because I got so many views on them. All right, so yeah, here goes my my second ever video on YouTube channel. I'm on YouTube channel, Upper Fast Crossroads, man. And like, yeah, with this video, I just talked about divine connections, man. We're we're blessed by the best. You want to be blessed, you gotta be around the right people, be doing the doing the right things, be obedient to God, just all those things to be to be blessed, right? I'll tell you right now, you're only gonna receive curses, you're only gonna receive damnation, you're only gonna receive the worst of that life has to offer when you're being disobedient, when you're in the wrong places, doing the wrong things, not being obedient to God's words and all those things, right? So that's the video, guys, man. So if you feel alone where you are, man, you don't have to feel alone no more. God, God can change things and turn things around in a heartbeat, but it takes more than just prayer. It takes obedience, right? So I, got, I pray you guys uh, enjoy this video, man. It's way better than our first one. I wasn't really worried about who's around. So, all right, you guys have a good one. I'm out, man. That's my... uh. That's, that's my video, man. Uh, let me go ahead and share my YouTube and podcast and all that stuff. So I've looked past Crossroads, my YouTube channel, podcast, Facebook and LinkedIn, Sean Christopher Jenkins, Twitter, Snap, Instagram, TikTok, Trouble Don't Last, my other Instagram page, my underscore day, daily underscore Bible, my Tumblr, Trouble Don't Last, number one. So if you want to hear more Bible studies, Sunday school lessons, and sermons I've done on the book of Nehemiah, you can check out this playlist on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. All right, playlist on the book of Nehemiah. Then I also have another another playlist titled Nehemiah Chapter 1. Check that out. All right, guys, I'm out. Peace out. You guys have a great rest of your weekend. And I pray in Jesus' name that God places you where he's all, where you always, not where you dreamed of being, just in the right places. I pray that God places you in the, in the right places with the right people, doing the right things in the right circumstances so you can see God's best for your life. And I pray the same thing for me, man. I pray that you guys enjoyed the video. All right, peace out.